0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Pictures Without Pictures. As you can see, I have not set up the thing because I I knew there was something I was forgetting. It turns out there were two things I was forgetting. But give me two seconds, and you will see a lovely I say lovely. It's a little bit tap. It's a little bit naff. It's a little bit tight. Ta- um, picture of the Avengers in Wallpaper Engine. It should be. Should be doing it. Oh, it's because I haven't uh, swapped to it. Hang on, two seconds. This is the best podcast you've ever listened to. Hi, this is it. Here it is. The make it worse that I'm eating an apple right now. Reese is eating an apple right now. Um, but that's fine. I want everyone to Ooh. be comfortable. Yeah, it's a bit weird. The fire effect on the car to the left annoys me. Uh, that's also <laughs> the cover. That's what The Iron Man suit is
1: cover art for Iron Man 3, I'm pretty sure, as well. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, Four's isn't Thor wearing the wrong armor here as well. <laughs> no, I think I what? thought he had more of a I thought maybe he has like a battle variation that I didn't notice or something, but I noticed at really? one point in Avengers he's he's kind of got like a V neck version of his suit. It's so dumb. Yeah. Um anyway we'll get into that in just a moment. Hello, how are you, Reese? I'm good, how are you? I am fantastic, thank you for asking. Um, mm-hmm. against all odds this is our podcast episode where we talk about the Avengers and this is the voice I use so when been bringing leading up, up to this, this but dude. it's all been leading up to this this is the one big thing it's all been leading up to um, there will be nothing else it ever leads up to ever again this will <laughs> be We um, for those of you who don't already know we will be doing this film and then we'll be taking a break from the MCU for a little bit not sure how long yet but not too long um but we basically want to do some other films, stuff I've never seen, um, stuff we love, that kind of thing. Basically what this podcast was founded on without just becoming an MCU rewatch watch podcast. Um, and the end of Phase 1 seems like the perfect place to end it, really. Avengers mm-hmm. ending. Um, the way that it does with them all just kind of sat in a shop, um, just... <laughs> Did you see the post credit scene where they all just sat in a cafe looking yeah. fucking worn out? And just... running on shawarma. Yeah. Oh, is that what that is? Shawarma? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That was a payoff for that running joke then. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of how we're going to feel at the end of this podcast for doing five right. entire Marvel movies in uh, a month and a bit. That's, that's mm-hmm. what we've done. Whilst briefly referencing many others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reese, do you remember the first time you saw Avengers?
1: To a degree, yes. Um, I believe... Gosh. I'm trying to remember exactly when it was. It would have been like, probably like first year of A-Levels or something, wouldn't it?
0: I think it was before that, actually. I want to say, like... Hang on, let me just look up when it actually came out. it would have been a little bit before that? I'm trying to remember. It... I think... Oh, it did come out in 2012, actually. So yeah, A-Levels... Yeah, like eight, A-levels like eight years, should... years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For
1: those I of think of you who first... I think it was first year, because I specifically remember talking about it with someone and someone being really disappointed that they they said they didn't like it very much because they were really disappointed that Hulk wasn't really Hulk for much of it. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's
0: kind of like... I actually think Hulk is the best part of this movie. Uh, that's my yeah, take. That's back. my brave take. <laughs> it's, it's not that
1: brave, I'll be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised because I've never been a huge Hulk fan. Um, and I don't remember rating him originally when I first saw this movie. But watching it uh, yesterday, I was like, Hulk's really fucking good. It's probably because he's... Um, the only superpowered character um, per se that we, well, I guess he did get his own movie, but not the Hulk that we know. If you know what I mean, not not really. Yeah, we yeah. don't we don't talk about the Hulk movie, um, but also Bruce Banner's just a super interesting character and stuff. Although I do have one small gripe. Yeah, great. sure. He's we'll like later. the one guy that he's literally
1: the one guy that impresses Tony. Like, yeah. it's, what, it's that I think is fascinating. Yeah, for those two characters. Is that Tony's? Are very much like I'm the best, blah blah blah, and then he gets put in a room with him, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's you!" Like he just starts fanboying a little bit. Finally, someone who speaks English. Is that what
0: that was? (laughs) That that little scene was cool. Um, It was. was good scene. I actually think um, this this movie is the best, or maybe. I already said that the best thing about it is The Hulk, so I can't say it's the best thing about it. But one of the best things about it is the dialogue. Mm. There are so many like good interactions between characters, and the conversations are also quick.
1: For sure.
0: Um, yes. So they actually managed quick, to get a lot and of they stuff they in. Pack punch. Yeah. yeah. It's not like there were only a few fan servicing moments. It was actually a lot because it was done so quickly in between the action scenes. So I think that was actually something to. A criticism I do have of, of the film, though, is it looks bland there's like no visual direction yeah. at all I
1: think that's definitely something that comes later though is yeah. like they, they were kind of just acing the whole thing like this is the only, the most flashy thing is probably you know Iron shape. Man and Captain America like that's kind of it even like like Thor and Loki are like from another world almost they look probably not even as interesting and obviously everything's very black and agent you know
0: yeah which I think
1: is, which is why I think they, for for the later ones, why they tried to pull away from them unless it was specific films that made sense for it, like obviously Captain America films, um, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, they all look so new as well, so new and yeah. unscarred and like.
1: For sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's
0: weird. They're all like babies. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, for some reason, looks like a teenage version of himself in a lot of the scenes in this film. It um, does, doesn't it? It's yeah. really weird. I don't like it, um, and it's mm. weird because he's got stubble as well. I don't remember if he had like stubble in uh, four, but he has stubble he did in this to a film. degree. Mm. It just makes him look even younger, which is the opposite effect that he wants stubble to have. Um, yeah, I think it was his suit. To be honest, his suit was the issue. It was just a V neck. Why mm. did you give four a V neck? It was weird. I don't remember <laughs> if he had it in the action scenes, but in the scenes where he was on the heli carrier and just talking to everyone, I was like what what is what is he what is he doing he doesn't look like a god
1: yeah it was a bit it was a bit odd like some of the stuff he was wearing but it it was interesting like they definitely one of the things that you you typically are concerned about when you've got the all these lead-up films that have spent so long with like a specific character or characters Um, One of the things you worry about is you lose a lot of that, the moment that they all come together in the same room. Absolutely. But something that was done very well was they still had their own little moments by themselves, and then the interactions with each other expanded upon the characters that were already
0: established. Yeah. Yeah, that was done brilliantly, because um, I guess I'm... Unfairly or not, unfairly I'm going to throw this into a comparison for a movie that came out half a decade later with Justice League... Um, Justice League, mm-hmm. and we'll probably do it at some point. And I don't actually remember a lot about Justice League, um, but I remember coming away kind of disappointed with that film because I think it yeah, didn't yeah, sure. give the characters the breathing room they needed. And part of that was that, like Flash and um, uh, Aquaman and Cyborg and you know other characters, they didn't have their own movie to flesh them out yet. But then mm. Hawkeye and Black Widow didn't have their own movies, and they still felt like and the Hulk, if this version of the Hulk. They, they felt established like, characters. Yeah, like, you gave them mm. a decent amount of breathing room to, like, exist. And Nick Fury as well. Exactly. Um Yeah, yeah, for sure. Although we saw some... I guess we saw some of each character in other movies, but they were, especially Hawkeye, extremely minimal uh, in some ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah. Um, for sure, for sure.
0: So the first note I wrote down is, we open on a tease of the Infinity Saga's true threat, but do we? It's so, like... Obfuscated, I'm not even sure we see. Um, you know the main villain of Guardians of the Galaxy. His name eludes me. Um,
1: uh, the, the I know Doom you're on Wage about. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. Um, I it's thought like we got Ronin
1: a, or something like that. Ronin,
0: that's it. I thought we got him. I thought he was in Avengers, but he doesn't. He's not even a post-credit scene in this. For some no, reason, I remembered he, him in Avengers.
1: Because he, he, his, his main thing is uh, Guardians, isn't it? Which is after. Yeah. So. Because. He 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 fucks around for a bit, but I mean, obviously, th- there's th- that's given reason to why he doesn't fuck with Earth specifically because obviously, uh, Captain Marvel later on, yeah. obviously, well, yeah, earlier on true. technically, but obviously in that film that comes out later on, mm-hmm. um, uh, oops, sorry, give me this. Uh, with that <laughs> film that comes out later on, obviously, she very much like threatens him and is like, "Yeah, Earth's off limits. Goodbye." Um, which I think is why he never like was
0: a part of that. Yeah. and was probably up doing his other things yeah it's just i don't know there's a lot of stuff i think it's weird coming back to this movie having seen the entire uh infinity saga i think that's what they're calling it isn't it uh the first that's that's trailers. the
1: thing as well like like one of the good things about it as well though is the callbacks that they did in the later films i know oh, i had so one point
0: so on point um I realised, actually, this isn't a callback uh, in later films, this is a callback in this film. I realised that Tony Stark saying I don't like being handed things is a thing that he says. Like, he said that yeah, yeah, in yeah. Uh, Iron Man 2. I'm assuming he probably said yeah, that in, said Iron, it in Iron Man 1 as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. He
1: literally says it in every Iron Man. It's literally like the first <laughs> thing he says is I don't
0: like being handed things. <laughs> and then, uh, Pepper's like, it's fine, I do. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, it was. They definitely. The, the opening of this movie. They definitely wanted to give the impression of there was a much bigger threat, like that was leading into this. Like this isn't everything we've been leading up to. It is to a point, but it's also we've got way more to do after this, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, like
1: it's one of the things as well. Is Loki Loki obviously is very clearly like answering to a higher power. Yeah. Like even if that higher power is not yet established at all.
0: Mm. Also. I don't know if this was intentional or not, but Tom Hiddleston seemed bored. <laughs> in, in, I in, least sh- in the first half of this movie, but I think that might be Loki. In that, um, until he got to the point where he was able to actually do shit on Earth, and do actually, Loki like, shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was just like, "Oh, I have to put up with being this guy's lapdog," kind of a thing.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. he's one of the. He does. He, he I mean, he says it himself. I was a king. Yeah. Like he he, he, he sees himself so far above everyone else that he makes a point and so if he has to answer to someone, it's like fucking I'm I'm beyond this, you know. Still makes this me is, wonder, this is very much beneath me.
0: Still makes me wonder what the Loki TV show is even gonna look like. I what <laughs> how I do think you, it's supposed- how do you do well, that? <laughs>
1: isn't it supposed to be based around like him having the Tesseract and just about basically,
0: I mean, I'm down. I just don't know how you make that a sustainable narrative across. I episodes. mean, this.
1: Bear in mind, this is the Loki right at the end of Avengers, which is who's still like, very much like, I hate my brother and probably all of these guys now, <laughs> um, and want to do something to get vengeance back. So it could yeah. literally just be a case of he just ends up fucking about, you know, Maybe, coming back. Know. I can because up, it's a TV you know.
0: show, I imagine it won't actually feature many of the movie characters because Probably not. it will have, like, some S.H.I.E.L.D. people and stuff, and yeah. stuff you know. Yeah. They may throw in like, one
1: gear in there, or they'll yeah. mention them, you know, like... But I mean, he's newest, also... But... I think the whole, like, interaction with the Hulk, though, definitely uh, scars yeah. him to some degree. <laughs> um... So I honestly think like he probably will stay away from Earth because he realized obviously they're not as lowly as he thought. So he probably just goes off and maybe it's just a case of him finding his place to rule. Mm -hmm. Like I think that's probably the most accurate way of thinking of it.
0: Yeah. Oh man, as I was watching this though, I was was thinking ahead to other films and like the fact that we see all these characters come together here for the first time, but then we see them more familiar with each other in later settings and storylines and stuff. It really made me appreciate um, the success that is the MCU and how they built it out and how it feels like fucking comic books. How did they do it? it (laughs) (laughs) They made movies feel like comic books. (laughs) Um, At least in the scope of like uh, in the Avengers, you know, obviously it's very Earth-centric. It's very like, this is a big thing that's happening on Earth, but later on it's like, we can have these characters um, interact with different worlds and different plot lines and um it's fun basically it's stuff like I was watching uh there was a scene where Thor and Hulk were fighting side by side. And I was just thinking ahead yeah. to Thor Ragnarok and like how cool it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. How to put it into words, but it it's just cool. <laughs> I, I think I know what you're saying, yeah, yeah. It's just cool. Um I like how much they overused the soundtrack. They were like, Oh, we've actually got a good soundtrack on our hands for once. So let's fucking overuse the shit out of it and Yeah yeah, yeah. I'm glad they did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean the, the first instances of like the Avengers theme is like it kind of plays the intro of it a little bit mm-hmm. in when obviously they're first going in to like the, the underground like sort yeah. of base thing like, and I then the moment he it, says like did, 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 oh it's a level did, 7 and then you can hear the the actual like full theme creeping in <laughs> and like you, and then it obviously <laughs> title screen and then it pops <laughs> off you know
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna get us taken off Spotify for copyright infringement
1: Oh my because God, of my dude, fantastic
0: careful. retelling of the or uh, re, re, re- <laughs> redoing of the It's strategy. all
1: right. It's 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 cover. It's fine. Very use. fair use. Oh yeah. Um,
0: that was that was a phrase I had written down. Doors open from both sides. For some reason, that stuck in my head. Do they use that again, or is that just something they used in promo material for the end game stuff when they were doing kind of flashback audio snippets? Um, what doors when, open When they're what? in the base and the tesseract mm-hmm. um, is starting to open a portal. Um, and mm. I believe it's a scientist dude who says doors open from both sides. Something about the way he said nope. it. No, that wasn't. Nope, that wasn't him that said that. That wasn't him. I have was, a really it bad was, memory it was for who said. What, it was
1: Hawkeye who said it.
0: Hawkeye, that's the one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, he says doors open from both sides. Does he say that again in Infinity War or in game or something? I don't know why that's stuck in my brain, but it is. Uh, Maybe I'll Google it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll do some quick Google foo live on the what show.
1: I don't know. That doesn't seem like something. That oh, I know fit. why. I,
0: it's a song from. It's it's one of the soundtrack songs uh, from Alan Silvestri. Um, that's why it's stuck in my brain because it's probably in a playlist I've got somewhere. Ignore oh, me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Ignore me. Oh, no, uh, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I like Both. it. I do like it when they name um, particular soundtracks after the lines that they're associated with. It's easier to recognize them. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um,
0: um yeah. Sorry, Cameron. No, go ahead. I didn't have much that is fine. Go. No, <laughs> okay. I was going to say continuing on in the underground scene. Um didn't we get a tease at the end of uh 4 where Loki was masquerading as a scientist dude? Because he looked I I imagine he had like... some
1: sort of well n- not really because he like looked over to the mirror and then he, Tom it wasn't like his reflection was Loki it was, like, Loki sort of walked in and was like, hmm, that sounds pretty good. And then he just sort of turns and goes, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Oh, okay. I might be
0: misremembering <laughs> like, something I already saw. And just, I think it's just <laughs> inf-
1: influenced. Um, I imagine, like, it's weird to, like, to work out how exactly that worked. Hmm. Because the idea is, obviously, Loki is in some weird place. Yeah. Maybe this is, like, a little bit of time after the fact, and he, they've found a way obviously, because they, they know how to use the Tesseract to make a portal and then get through, which is odd. Um,
0: There's a lot of things which I think um, don't tie in too perfectly, but you just kind of have to accept that nothing's ever going to be perfect on a scale as big as this. Um, Mm. And it's it's the kind of thing most people don't even think about. I'm just I think I just nitpick too much when I do these notes. <laughs> I look for things to talk about and because I mean, of that it, I notice it, things. It's
1: weird like trying to work out how exactly like it worked out like that. Like even if you didn't do that, it still would have been fine. Like you ignore that end credit scene and it's still it's still fine. Yeah. Like if Luke's not there and he's like, Oh, that's interesting or whatever.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe to they on. took a different direction with the with the plot uh, after they'd already yeah. filmed that, and then yeah. they just yeah, I think forgot so. about it. <laughs> That's
1: probably the case. But uh, honestly, that end credit scene isn't necessary in any capacity. Like, you can literally remove that, and it yeah. works a lot better. Honestly, it does.
0: It actually works better.
1: It raises too many questions to be worth it. <laughs> yeah. So, um,
0: yeah. maybe they'll go full on. Um, What's his face, George Lucas, and like make a whole film to. Uh, To try and fill in the (laughs) gap. It'll be like the time travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, God, Jesus Christ. Um, Did you notice in that scene, though, Loki's eyes were really dirty? They were, like, yellowed and hollowed. So, yeah,
1: so I honestly think, like, it's either a case of... um, Like, I I have a couple theories for that. It, it, It basically seems like, obviously, he is very hollowed out or whatever, because he's had to deal with probably some very horrible people um i mean you kind of attest to that when he has that sort of conversation through that vision um like part way through the movie yeah it honestly seems like he's sort of drained and he's like almost like been worked to the bone almost it's mm. so like he comes through and he looks stupid tired but he's just like and he's so like not loki as well like he yeah. doesn't like he, he looks like he looks, like, ridiculously, like, evil, like, he's like, he's basically walked through and went, I'm the bad guy, and then, obviously, <laughs> done, his, done his thing.
0: Yeah, because I was thinking as well, the fight he puts up against the uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, obviously, he wipes the floor with them, but not as quickly as I'd expect, so maybe yeah. he was just like, to it's- fucking out of juice
1: yeah i honestly think like obviously if he was because obviously if he he was dealing with thanos like obviously that much we do know at this point um obviously not so much aware of that from this film but obviously he is dealing with thanos and thanos is like by all extended presses a crazy person the (laughs) mad titan they call him and all that um so i guess the idea was he basically broke him down and was like you're gonna go do this for me now um and if not well i will kill you uh
0: I mean, I guess if someone yeah. threatened me like that, I'd probably look a little bit weary as well.
1: I mean, it's one of those <laughs> things where, like, you're so confident in your power of what you are, and then once there's a bigger fish than you, it's suddenly like, oh shit, like, mm. you know.
0: Exactly. Um, moving on a bit. I liked how they had introductions for each character. Um, like, yeah. it's probably why this movie is quite long, but... They were like,
1: "This is important. We need to establish each character the, in the Avengers." Yeah, the setup, the setup, I think, does take a a, a lot of bulk off this movie. I'll, yeah, you remove that, and it's like we're good to go. But even then, though, there's still important stuff intermingled in that, hmm. like why Captain America is important and why he understands what's going on and is, and obviously he understands. Obviously, it's important to go do this. Obviously, yeah. uh, Tony Stark's whole thing and that. Obviously, he, he ends up being kind of central to a lot of it because of obviously his tower and stuff um, and then I think the introductions for both uh, Black Widow and uh, Bruce Banner are important just because these are characters we don't really know that well yeah um, so they're very, and then you've got Thor, he literally drops in and then he's there, like he's he's just there which I think is kind of a statement to his character as well
0: <laughs> um
1: but, like, he, he, yeah, it true. must be It must be a case of, like, he's a lot easier to, like, be like, oh, yeah, this is Thor. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a very much simpler character than the others. <laughs> yeah.
0: If we just will quickly go um, through them, though, I loved I loved Black Widow's entrance, like, the switcheroo. Um, I hope we yeah, get to yeah. see more of that kind of thing in her and movie when she gets that soon. Um, I mean, her,
1: her her movie stuff will probably be a lot of spy stuff, I imagine, yeah. which will be interesting to see.
0: I can't say I'm hugely hyped for her movie, but it is the first Marvel movie yeah. we're getting in a fair bit. I so. believe
1: that's I so. believe Iron Man is supposed to be in it as well, oh, to some really? capacity. Huh. Yeah, I've heard I've heard he's supposed
0: to be in it to some capacity. So, <laughs> so Robert Downey Jr. is like, that's it, no more Iron Man. Iron Man died. I'm done doing Iron Man. And they're like, hey, we're doing this prequel movie. Oh, I'll go on. Man. Was
1: he, <laughs> he like on his way out, like uh, like, like uh, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth were? Obviously uh, I Chris Evans so. was well, done with the role. He was like, no, no, I'm no. done after this. Like,
0: no, because Chris Hemsworth um, stayed on. I assume the two people who left were. Yeah, but
1: he, he stayed on because it changed. And yeah, he was I like, actually, I'm enjoying this again.
0: <laughs> I know. But, but like
1: I thought... was, with Robert Downey Jr., was it a case of him being like, okay, I'm done with this role now? I don't even know. Or the was it a case of obviously, this, the character is done, but I'm happy to come back and do like prior stuff that would be included, obviously, with that stuff?
0: Robert Downey Jr., done with Marvel. Um, looks, There's a small chance we'll actually see Robert Downey Jr. in another Marvel movie. That's the title of his headline, and I'm going to be that annoying person who doesn't hey. read the entire article. <laughs> because we're doing a podcast. But yeah, I guess... I Yeah, I don't know the specifics, but I'm sure somebody does. Who's listening to this? Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, the Bruce Banner en- entrance, I literally didn't remember. I had... Apparently just purged that from my brain for some reason but I thought it was a really cool scene um, mm-hmm. the way he he tests her. <laughs> that was really yeah, yeah. mean I bet he's like I'm sorry that was really mean <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think I like Captain America's entrance that was very on character but I haven't really got a lot to say about it uh, same with Iron Man yeah, I honestly think yeah. Thor's entrance is so fucking bad. The way he just fucking lands on. Yeah. Whole, I want to call it a pelican. He just drops
1: in, throws, smacks, uh, smacks them both to the ground with one, and then just yoinks Loki. Like, <laughs> it's like see ya. Yeah. But that that's but his I think his like character development moment is alongside Loki though. You know, like after that, then they have that conversation on the uh, sort of. On that sort of like mountainous bit, and they're just obviously chatting about it. Yeah, which a there's thing. a good joke in, in that part as well, which I fucking <laughs> love as well. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, one of the fan favorites.
1: Oh, that's I love the it the so much.
0: Good this this movie had a lot of good like funny moments, um, but they don't sit on any of them for too long. If you notice, like I think modern yeah. Marvel movies, uh, which is fun to say, I recommend saying that. Um, is they they're very there's so much more comedy packed into them or maybe I'm just maybe I'm just thinking this because I've seen before Ragnarok too many times but I like, think
1: I honestly think it might be a case of like they, they got to a point where they realised that they could make it work and people enjoyed that so they tried to yeah, incorporate it, it, funnier it more and
0: wackier. yeah
1: because I feel like the jokes they made in this were safe yeah. like they were safe jokes um, and obviously this was the first time that they'd done anything like this so they were like okay we'll make some jokes but we'll keep it we won't go crazy mm-hmm. if they like it maybe we'll add a few more in the next time you know, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean if you've literally fast forward to uh Age of Ultron, his entire character makes jokes yeah. all the time. And it works to a degree. It does kind of draw some stuff out of certain situations. Yeah. But I think it compromises then again, like, villainy a
0: bit, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I think the idea he's like this sort of weird amalgamation thing, but that we'll get into that when we do that film. Um but and then obviously from there onwards it's like they I think they hit a nice middle ground with it all. Like Hmm. obviously, Thor Ragnarok, I think, is just a very you know, it it hits the jokes very well, and they're very good. They're very punchy, for sure. Um, They're very good, very punchy, um, and yeah, Hmm. and there's a level of subtlety to it all as well, where it's not like the characters are still, like, in the moment, whereas, like, someone's just said something, it's, like, almost like a turn to the camera from, like, or Deadpool tur- turns to the camera or something, it's like, <laughs> haha, joke, um, you know?
0: I wonder if a Deadpool movie actually had anything to do with, like, the change in tone of, okay, people fucking love that, we should bring some more of that into our, like, mainline MCU movies, and also I was thinking Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy feels like a bit of a uh, a step in that direction as well.
1: Yeah, I think both Guardians. I think Guardians was the first. Yeah. like that's that made them lean towards it, and then Thor: Ragnarok basically like cemented it for mm. sure. Like the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy was, I, I believe it was like such an ambitious thing. Like they, they thought it was going to be this crazy ambitious thing, and it mm. ended up being really good. Um, arguably one of my favorites. It's like it's almost yeah. like a mini Avengers film. It's one of my way favorite sci uh,
0: even stories. To be honest mm. um i remember when it was announced and people were going really you're doing that part of the comics no
1: one knew what it was <laughs> no one knew what it was as well the people that did yeah. know were like huh but then everyone that didn't know was like why should i care like <laughs>
0: yeah. it's like you're doing rocket raccoon you're really doing that mcu rocket raccoon and now it's like well yes yeah, we love Rocket that's Raccoon." <laughs> one of the,
1: but one of the beautiful things about doing that though is it's completely separate from everything mm. you can literally pick that movie out oh and watch it and not miss anything from anything else
0: I had a lot of fun playing around in my head with the idea that Daredevil takes place in the same universe as Guardians of the Galaxy I know you haven't seen Daredevil but um (laughs) it's it's like the Avengers is to Daredevil what Guardians of the Galaxy is to Avengers on like terms of uh, scale if you know what I mean like Daredevil takes place in a borough of New York I think that's the right term borough um it takes place in hell's kitchen it's not even like yeah. a whole full-scale new york thing yeah it I, I, I i think i know that
1: much about daredevil i watched the old uh the, the old ben affleck film yeah i've never
0: seen the ben affleck like a, one, back
1: in day but i can it's all right it's not it's Netflix not that bad but it has uh it has kingpin in it i really even have... Ball- it has kingpin and bullseye i believe
0: yeah I really hope they make new deals for the, for like Disney Plus. Like, I need more Daredevil and Jessica Jones in my life, god damn it! Just yes, give me that. Yes, we
1: do. Um, <laughs> I mean, it would be awesome to see. It would be awesome to see if they did incorporate. Like, I, I think the best way they could incorporate Daredevil is with Spider Man. There was because... a rumor
0: that they were gonna incorporate into a film. I don't remember which one though. I heard
1: that. I heard that. Um, and I think honestly, the best way they could do it is with Spider Man because yeah. Spider Man is a very much beloved character. You add a more edgier version in. Um I think it could work quite well cuz they're both very they're both very similar in like what they do as well they're very acrobatic. Mm. Um they share so a I think it would Kingpin. Work... And Kingpin yeah, and Kingpin is also a
0: yeah, similar villain. If you're going to if like you're going to put Kingpin like Daredevil's Kingpin into the, like actual movie side of EMCU, that he would yeah. he his actor, I forget the actor's name, but he does it so fucking well. He would be right yeah. at home honestly.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And
0: don't give me that minor side villain shit. He deserves his own movie. He's so good. <laughs> he <laughs> I mean, he technically
1: did have his own movie in Multiverse.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, wide boy. I fucking love his but design I mean, like, this version of. <laughs> I just mean this version yeah, yeah, of sure. played by this guy. Yeah. Who, I think is on yeah. some detective show that keeps playing in my workplace I keep seeing him and going wait isn't that Kingpin <laughs> and he's like a good guy in that I'm like oh, this is weird anyway weird tangent weird. moving on
1: we've gone way away from Avengers Jesus Christ
0: that's fine no that's fine, it's fine. It, it works with I'm going to try it and be less with it. strict about um, nipping conversations I mean, like that in the bird I think
1: we bring it back anyway like the conversation actually comes to an end and then we just bring it back so yeah. it's all weird
0: like I could say I mean as a sequitur I could say yeah Kingpin that version of Kingpin's great everything about the Daredevil Netflix series is great especially the action scenes the action scenes in Avengers however there you go um, Mm -hmm. I put down didn't age very well but that was the first half of the movie
1: yeah I I thought it's the exact same thing some of the earlier ones are just hit guy goes down stands up hit guy goes down stands (laughs) up like it's so boring And I was like, "All right." I think it's because
0: they saved all their budget and rehearsal stuff for the second half for of the movie, B. which
1: is yeah, yeah. I mean, very well there done. was so much shit going on at the end. All it, a, lot, a lot of it practical as well, which was very cool to see. I always like practical effects and like practical explosions and stuff like that. It's always always good to see.
0: Yeah. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention when you mentioned Thor's entrance and the scene with him and Loki in the forest. Um, mm. At one point, he says to Loki. Do I look to be in a gaming mood? And that's a phrase I'm going to start throwing your way. Except I never will because I'm always in a gaming mood. Uh, but if I'm ever not in a gaming mood, I'll store that in my memory banks. Like I'm a fucking computer, I guess. Uh,
1: I've, I've, that's similar to um, a line that I want to say from now on after watching The Witcher, which is Are you perhaps short of a marble? Um, well, I think Yaskia says to uh, Geralt,
0: which I fucking love. I like, Are I like... you
1: perhaps short of a
0: marble? <laughs> I like it when The Witcher says fuck. Anyway, I like it when The Witcher says fuck too. Fuck. Um, fuck. <laughs> oh, that was a good series. Um, I really liked the four vs. Iron Man vs. Captain America scene. Which is weird, because, do you know what? I remember the first time I saw this movie, thinking, they spent too much time fighting each other, which was frustrating because it mm-hmm. took away from the main conflict. And now I'm like, no, that was cool. If anything, there wasn't enough of it. <laughs> it actually went quite quickly.
1: When, when when Cap like jumped in and joined the fight, his shield bounced weird. And I think this is probably the first- uh, Oh yeah, you're it, talking about it, it, it like bounced off both of them and just went straight back to him. I was like, come on, come
0: on. Vibranium, dude.
1: Don't give me that shit. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense in the layer ones because he has like a, a specific thing that like it attaches to his arm, doesn't it? So it makes sense then. Yeah, but
0: I definitely notice small details yeah. like that. You're like the small details guy. You're uh, the small t- details guy. Am I? Oh.
1: Yeah. You just literally said earlier, but you were nitpicking at small things.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, true. I'm also the. Um... five seconds of empty silence on a podcast guy. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've already mentioned that, and I've already mentioned that. Um, did you notice... Okay, so I guess I'm jumping ahead a bit because I didn't make too many notes between. When they transport Loki to the Heady carrier, um, mm-hmm. and they put him in that prison. Mm-hmm. First of all, bad idea. Second of all, yeah. <laughs> um, I do like how Nick Fury eventually cottoned onto that and said, like, why, why do I get the impression that Loki is the only person who wants to be on this early <laughs> character? Yeah. Um, or ship, or whatever he fucking calls it. Um, but when um, Black Widow goes in there, and she goes in there to extract information out of him, that's a really fucking cool scene. I think most of yeah. her scenes are actually some of the best scenes in the movie. Um, because she... Yeah, does it very well. she plays it in a way that there's enough truth in it that it's Like, even I was fooled, I was like, oh really? I don't remember this, I didn't realise they went with the whole she actually gets really intimidated by him, that's kind of disappointing. (laughs) And this is like, the third time I've seen this film. Um, And then obviously she turns (laughs) around and she's like, you know... Oh, so, thanks. I think...
1: I think that's really interesting as well, because, I guess the idea is that, where they're from, you know, there's that, there's what, one woman warrior? They know, of oh,
0: yeah, so he's like, Oh, cool.
1: it's a woman, come talk to me. He even says to her, like, Oh, you're the one to be my friend, that I, yeah, like, to become friends with me because she's a woman,
0: yeah,
1: which I think is very, well, very smart and very well done. So That's he also... plays into that and is like, Wow, rah, 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 you're a woman, go cry in a corner. Oh, wow, I've accidentally <laughs> let slip my plan. Oops, <laughs> like,
0: I, I was also taking note of how Captain America viewed her because he comes from an age where, uh, I mean, Peggy Carter was awesome, but she was also an outlier. Um, so, yes. they didn't do a huge amount with that, but I thought it was important to his kind of like relationship. I th- I
1: imagine that stuff's more important later on in yeah. his films. Um, I know, obviously, their relationship, I haven't watched Winter Soldier, but I know their relationship is obviously a lot more um, gone through in that mm-hmm. one. Like, it's a lot more expanded and sort of worked on. Um, which will be interesting to see when I do watch that one.
0: Yeah, uh, but I was gonna say about that scene uh, when Loki is like trying to be intimidating and stuff. It was kind of clever how, and there weren't a huge amount of clever shots in this film, but it was kind of clever how mm. we were viewing her through the glass, and then Loki's reflection was superimposed yeah. on top of her to look more intimidating. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, um, it was, like it was really big Disney.
1: as well. It was wide, Loki.
0: Yeah, it was quite Disney, wasn't it? Of like how he was yeah, like yeah. towering over her like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was very good. But then obviously she did the switcheroo. Very good. She's shot. like, she, she shouldn't be called Black Widow. Should be called. She should be called the Switcheroo.
1: <laughs> because, um, <laughs> the Switcheroo. Yeah.
0: I think it is intentional that that her interrogation mirrors um, her opening scene where she was like, "Oh, hang on a minute. I'm in the middle of an interrogation. This guy's about to tell me everything." Like that's foreshadowing. So. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, sure. Loki's outburst. <laughs> outburst. I put was kind of not PG. Um, <laughs> There's not
1: a lot of stuff in here that's not PG Which I'll mention after you're done with your point
0: Um, But that's good We shouldn't like make everything super PG It would be boring if it was Uh, But yes. yeah, it just kind of took me by surprise I was like, oh man uh, But then I remembered this is also a series which kills Literally the, half of the entire population of the universe And then spends a the movie dealing with the grief Of the characters who survived So yep. I guess I should be <laughs> surprised When Avengers gets a little bit dark
1: <laughs> Mhm. For sure, for sure um, but yeah, like there's other points, like where it's like um, when he's working out, like oh, how do you? When, uh, it's Tony with Bruce, and he's like, oh, how do you? Work, how do you like work it out? What's your secret? So jazz, big bag of weed. <laughs> it's like all right. I wasn't
0: expecting that. <laughs> oh you know, yeah, I forgot about that. It's though. like it's such a like it's such like a throwaway line, but it's like that's not something you say in a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, this was pre-Disney, right? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is probably why it's 11YG Side note uh, I was looking at Disney I was looking at Disney Plus earlier And they have this section called Disney Through the Decades I was like sure And I clicked on it And they have Star Wars movies and um, Marvel stuff And I'm like Does that count as Disney Through the Decades? (laughs) You weren't Disney back then They weren't Disney (laughs) Yeah um, yeah, 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 I thought that was a bit Still weird. weird but then you could also say the Pixar stuff wasn't Disney, but I'm not old enough to remember that acquisition, so it just sounds like Disney to me anyway. But anyway, yeah, I thought that was kind of a weird uh, semantics thing, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think one of my favourite scenes in this movie is when they all start arguing about um, yes, Shield's use of a tesseract uh, technology to make weapons. And how that mm-hmm. entire scene plays out, um, and how uh, Bruce Banner picks up the scepter, but you don't know until he knows, and it shows how. That's that's what I was looking control.
1: for as well. Yeah, I, I was looking for it because I I saw and I saw, I you can if you're paying attention to the thought you can see the moment he turns like he turns and picks it up, mm-hmm. and then you see like Nick's like eye go down. And he's like oh, hand on done. gun like that's cool it's very it's very, oh, I, I it's very well done
0: his gun that was fairly like obvious that bit but yeah i didn't know well it like
1: right. he he's looking at him and then you see him like his eyes his eye darts down and then that's when it shows them like reaching for their guns and they're like put
0: it down he's like uh oh. when did i pick this up <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah it's very cleverly done and just like it's very believable that every character in that room is getting angry with each other and it was cool to see captain america get riled up and be less than a good two-shoes as well.
1: Like, Like, let's take this outside kind of guy. And even
0: then, yeah, he's still like, I'm not going to beat you up until you've got the suit on. He's like, put the suit on, put the suit on, put the suit. (laughs) And then shit gets... um, I was going to say shit gets all wacky. Yeah, let's go for that. Shit gets all wacky. And then he's like, "Uh, put the suit on. And he's like, yeah, okay, good idea. I liked that a lot. Um, (laughs) But that whole argument scene was really well done. Um, Yeah,
1: for sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just like Thor and all of that as well because he's like so like different towards them. He's like, "Oh, you guys are so petty." Yo. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, you just remind me of another point that I want to make later. But, um, yeah. Uh, they did make the Hulk legitimately scary in this film. They like. Oh, for
1: sure. Yeah.
0: I think it's important that he gets paired up with Black Widow when. Yes. Everything goes awry because she's the character that's been painted as unshakable. And then mm. she's shaken. <laughs> and that's not yeah. Plus, and that's not because oh, you know, damsel in distress character, because she's the opposite of that. And that's yeah, why it's affected. Like, it's been established she's the yeah. opposite
1: of that, yeah, yeah.
0: And um yeah, I think that's really cool. Also I can it, kind of understand uh, why they went for more of a um, I thought it came out of nowhere originally, but in the later films, when they go for a romance between those two characters, I can kind of see the it, beginnings of it here.
1: Yeah, like it, it makes sense to me, like based on this film specifically, like the lead on from there, it makes sense. My know? thing is,
0: because I don't watch a lot of movies, I also don't rewatch the movies that I do see. So yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff that I'm just now connecting as I watch these movies uh, oh, within sure. a shorter yeah, yeah. time range, and that's one of them. Where I'm like, oh, that did make sense. I just didn't remember it. Um, yeah. so, I think
1: so. one of the great things about the when the Hulk like appears for the first time as well is everything shot from her perspective. Mm. So it's like, oh, and then obviously when it does the, the switch camera angle, it's like the camera's down on her and then when it's around, it's up at him. Yep. And it's done very well to like make him even more intimidating yeah. than he already would be. Um, obviously, him running around and breaking shit as well.
0: Mm. God, yeah, he's fucking terrifying. I know. We don't see a lot of that later on, because we get a tame Hulk quite quickly in the MCU. Um, And I think they do play around with the idea a couple times of what if he lost control as the Hulk again, but nothing too concrete. Maybe we'll get Planet Hulk one day. I mean, Thor Ragnarok was kind of a little bit Planet Hulk-ish, from what I understand about storyline, but um, there's a whole thing with the X-Men, isn't there? With him and Wolverine, where he basically fucks up the entire Earth and makes like an army of Hulks or something? I don't even know. (laughs) Yeah,
1: He, uh, that's I believe that is the comic book stuff. For Old Man Logan. That's the one. Uh, I, yeah. think Ree- I think Reese talked t- uh, spoke to me about that. But it's literally it's a world that's ruled by Hulk, basically. Yeah. And he's got like um, loads of
0: kids, and yeah. who are all Hulk babies. Yeah. I wonder if we'll ever get there. I mean, that's probably going to be a what if series thing, right? Like they're not going to do that to the MCU.
1: If they do do a, that as a what if i mean yeah, that sounds like dude. something that sounds a, like a very dark thing to do so i doubt it but i, don't know. It's I mean i is, mean the fact that they, that they they were gonna our do a fucking the horror film yeah they were gonna do a fucking horror film and they were like question. actually no and i was like well i am not interested in this new doctor strange yeah. film anymore then yeah like because it's going to be the illusion of a horror film but it's not going to be scary at
0: all with horror really film elements and it's like well that doesn't work for horror though, because the whole point of horror is you're fully immersed in the horror of
1: it so. yeah, exactly it's it's suspense and building up to that we've it doesn't it. work if it has horror elements that's jump scares jump no, scares yeah, are we've scary. Got a, we've got
0: a name uh, we've got we've already got a genre for horror film elements it's called thriller <laughs> that's, exactly. that's what those are. anyway um colson colson free crying faces that's my next note poor colson <laughs> That being said, I yeah. have heard that Tahiti is a wonderful place, so uh-huh. hopefully he gets better. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm sure he will. I like how they also—it was such an important character moment for Nick Fury that he um, he faked the vintage cards getting bloodied, so that yeah. he could rally the Avengers. That's such like a ends justified a means thing, which is his character in yeah. a nutshell. Um, for sure, for sure. I mean, also, that's pretty
1: much this whole thing—the entire film. Hmm. When he's talking to the council and stuff as well, he's pretty much like, "Yes, they'll get it done. Yes, shit's going sideways, but it will be done." Yeah, like, but also, or Coulson, they're more of the extreme version of that as well,
0: where obviously there's the end of the nuke. Coulson tells him to do it. He says they—he well, doesn't specifically tell him to do that, but he says like they need something to rally behind as he's dying. Yeah. So he kind of goes like, him like "Why did you
1: do it. it?" And he's like, "Well, they need something." And, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, but I also think it's an important moment later on in the film when Nick Fury's is doing everything he can to stop the nuke, which we'll talk about later, getting to Manhattan. Yeah. Um, because it shows he sends justify the means to a point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's not about to nuke Manhattan. Um, but we'll get to that later. Um I have issues with the whole heli carrier situation when it's going down because mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you caught this. So they lose an engine. And that's when Iron Man and Cap go and try and fix that. And Maria Hill says, "If we lose one more engine, we're going to crash." And then Hawkeye does his cool thing where he EMPs or he, he fucking <laughs> shoots hacker arrow. shoots a hacker
1: arrow into a. I take thing it back. That's then. not
0: cool. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, and <laughs> then he turns off all the engines.
1: No, no, no he turns off one.
0: Oh, okay that was my it issue. turns
1: off one that it only shows issue. one that turns off yeah oh, okay I've and then it starts off falling all
0: engines and then they got one engine back online and they were like hey we're good i was like wait
1: <laughs> no no no. It, it only deactivates one
0: okay good <laughs> i was i was gonna say
1: because if you notice like only like a part like certain parts of the consoles get fucked with mm. so okay he hasn't got techn- technology like tony so stark has I mean where you can probably hack the entire going. fucking system
0: this is what but I yeah. mean by you're a small details guy. You notice these things, and I just. No?
1: I'm just observant. I'm just very observant. Like, I pick apart stuff. Like, I, I, I've said this before. I'm a firm believer in things are there for a reason. Yeah. I think
0: I'm like like that when I like that. As long as you're read... paying attention,
1: you will know why.
0: I'm like that when I read books, but sadly. I mean, maybe it's just an experience thing. Like, I said, I haven't watched a lot of movies. So maybe. Maybe. maybe I mean,
1: you'll get it, honestly. Like, you watch yeah. enough movies, you'll understand. Like, it's. 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 Uh. It is. It is almost like a skill you can train. It's just being yeah. observant, like being being that enthral- especially being that enthralled in a movie, and being that interested in a movie. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll find you are just watching it, and then you'll pick up things as you go, true. like just watching, because um, you, you want because you, you don't want to miss the details because you're so interested in what's going on yeah. on screen, which is pure immersion, which is fantastic.
0: Yeah, true, very true. Uh, <laughs> Hawkeye tries too hard. That's a note I put down. <laughs> he's okay in later movies as well but i think in this one he overacts uh where he's always whipping out the bow and he's like
1: oh yeah he does it he does it one too many times doesn't he he? does like the first time was fine because he was being dramatic and stuff and i was like all right fair enough he's having his bit you know but he does it
0: again and i'm like no yeah stop it (laughs) we're not here we're not here for you did we need to waste three seconds on that again for a second time um (laughs) Uh, maybe it's because he only had such a small presence in the form you he was like, right, I've got to do something. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna.
1: This is yeah. my thing now. Kids will be doing this up and down.
0: <laughs> but yeah, they did I this know. kind of arguably cliched thing where they showed like, oh, it's a dark moment in the film. Here's all of the heroes are losing their resolve and everything's going bad. And then Phil Coulson's death rallies them and now here's all of them Picking themselves up, and they're like, Right, I'm gonna act, and all this kind of stuff. And (laughs) Four is a funny one to observe during this time because they do this thing of you see Four looking sad, and then all of this other stuff happens with Phil Coulson. And there are so many cuts and shots of different heroes that you kind of forget by the time that you get back to Four that nothing really happens between him looking at his hammer on the ground, looking dejectedly at his hand. No. And then looking at his hammer and going, "Wait a minute!" and lifting it up and going, "I'm a god of thunder." <laughs> his rallying cry I, is that he can still pick I up think the hammer it's, because, yeah, I, I think know, because it's he's stiff I,
1: I think it's. I think you're taking it very literally. Right. Um, how I observe that is that he sees himself as failing again, mm. and I think it's. I think the idea of him being in that moment and then still picking up the hammer is harkening back to what his what odin said um from from obviously his film i think the idea is that obviously he lost and that kind of old thor of you know the old arrogant and like wanting like i should win all the time blah 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 but he lost he was tricked and he lost again and i think he's just having that moment of being like like do i even deserve to pick this up right now
0: i guess yeah. um
1: and then obviously there is a lot of cuts and stuff in between which kind of does muddy that a little bit but i think the intention there is like he goes no and then he kind of remembers what H- Odin said about like obviously he knows he's worthy deep down i mean or else he wouldn't have done the stuff he'd already done so then he goes yeah. and picks it up and then obviously has that moment i was gonna say but, i think maybe yeah. him
0: picking it up was him going okay still worthy <laughs> okay we're good yeah well, like he <laughs> just was just, it was just me. it was
1: just i think it was a case of like that was that weird like because because he is like in in terms of obviously his people, he is still quite young as well. Always mm-hmm. considered to be still quite young. Isn't he like a thousand um, years so old? <laughs> yes, but like that's why I'm, that's why I'm, let's say like from his yeah, perspective, yeah, I mean, yeah, from yeah. his people's perspective. Um, so he has that like almost like moment of being like self doubt, I guess, where he's like, "Do I deserve to pick this up?" But then obviously he's like, "Oh, like, of course I do." Yeah, yeah. Um, control, but it's not like an arrogant. Of course I do. It's like a, I know I. I can. Yeah, I
0: guess I was I was kind of oversimplifying it a bit for comedy, but you've got a point. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> but I, I honestly think I honestly think having that, having it done differently would have worked better because I, I think there was too much happening in between for it to yeah. work properly for the for what I think was the intended way for that it to work. That might be one I
0: of mean, the only points. That might be one of the only cracks in shown in the whole. You can't. It's hard to focus on so many different main characters. Yeah, um, in a film like this, that might be one of the only times that a crack is shown.
1: Yes, for sure. Like,
0: oh, actually, it's one hard one. to. <laughs> okay, go yeah, but it moves on. So carry on.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say, like, it's the only point because they're also separated, but they're in so sort of different places as well. And I think mm-hmm. because they're so separated, it feels like what they're doing is separated. Even though, like, obviously he's come across the thing and be like, oh yeah, he's blah blah not I, but I think it's just. It's done strangely, and I think there probably was a better way of doing it, cutting between them so aggressively like that. Because it was was supposed to be the suiting up part of the movie, I think, which was obviously everyone's getting their shit and stuff. I think that's what it was supposed to be. wasn't a very good suiting up scene, though. I think
0: it's just a trope in a lot of movies of if you've got a wide cast of characters and they're all having a rallying moment, there's usually at least one which is in like a different location and it doesn't necessarily make a huge amount of sense for them to have that same rallying moment but for the flow of a movie it needs to be that way Um, it
1: does feel somewhat removed it's the kind of thing my brain likes
0: to pick out and laugh and like Mm. toy with but um, (laughs) I was going to say the only other issue I have and I mentioned earlier I had one issue with the Hulk and that's that I think he didn't necessarily get enough time to transition between uh, actually I have a specific note we literally went from did I hurt anyone to, I'm always angry, based only on you tried to steer your landing as you fell. And mm-hmm. he can't fly. Like, how can you tell that he's trying to steer his landing as he fell? And I get the whole the whole idea is that he realises that, wait, so you're saying that I tried to make a decision to benefit other people as the Hulk? Yeah. So there's still some of my goodness in the Hulk? So wait, that means I can control a Hulk and I can use these powers for good. I just think it wasn't necessarily given enough time, and I know this is a very time-constructed yeah. movie because of it's so long already, but um, it wasn't given enough time to really flesh out. And so, unfortunately, the way it kind of looks like for the Hulk is we see him going, oh shit, we can't let him be the Hulk, We like he can't control himself, he's a loose cannon, all this kind of stuff, so all of a sudden, we're good. <laughs> hmm. uh, and it's not a huge flaw in the movie it's a movie without a lot of flaws though so I am going to be picking apart yeah. the flaws that they yeah. are <laughs> I,
1: I do agree with that because there was nothing from that moment until he appears in New York yeah. like I do like that Tony there. knows
0: that no. he's going to come to this realisation now. like Tony already knows it mm. when he's talking to him I think there's a quote yeah. um where he's basically saying something along the lines of like, oh, and when are you going to suit up? And he's like, no, I'm not bringing yeah. the Hulk. And he's like, okay, well, you know, we'll see kind of thing. He knows. Yeah, yeah, um, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But
1: that's the thing, like, th- that's why I love um, everyone else sees it as him poking the bear, but yeah. really he's encouraging the bear. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's that moment where they're on the screens and stuff and he says about it and he's like, I can't remember the, what, specifically what he says, but like, he has like a proper like, moment with him in the lab where they're, like, it's through the screen because he's, like, doing stuff and then, he like, moves it out of the way and he's like, no, 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 I'm talking to you. Yeah. Mike. And I it has that, that very, a very, very real good. sort of human moment. Yeah. Which I think is very... Which yeah. are rare for Tony. And it's nice to see, like, when he ha- does have those moments because he does know, obviously, when it is necessary to be that.
0: Hmm. I just, like, I look at comic books and I see the Hulk and I've never been like, ooh, good Hulk oh, story. That's, that's, that MCU... Sorry, Hulk. I just remembered... I just remembered the point I was going to make
1: about that. that sorry. sorry. Um... That's the first time, because t- that's what I mean about callbacks as well, because Tony specifically says, because uh, obviously he says, that's, you absorbed enough radiation to kill you, mm. but you didn't. Yeah. So you must be still alive for some reason. Yeah. Or some purpose, which then is called back to in Endgame, when he says, uh, this is what I'm built for.
0: Ah. Yeah,
1: I guess. Which, I, did, which, I, which yeah. I think was brilliant. The fact that that line came from Tony is really good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, very true. This is is such a good, like, I think the fact that Kevin Feige has been behind, as far as I know, every MCU movie really shows, because he's like, yeah. obviously every director has their amount of say as a director, and different people write different screenplays, but he's there going, okay, that's good, we just need to make sure we hit this moment, or include this, this character interaction, as a callback on that, that would be a really good payoff for that. I'm gesticulating wildly. None of you can see me, but just appreciate the fact that my hands <laughs> are waving around right now.
1: Just, um, just assume whenever I'm talking passionately, I'm also gesticulating. So, oh yeah, dude. If I
0: fucking love gesticulating. It's the best thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think um, that is good. My short-term memory is bad, because I can't even remember the sentence I was just saying. So, here's a non-sequitur. <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, that shot where Iron Man is flying towards Stark Tower and his jets are failing, um, I've said before how I love how imperfectly he's portrayed. I think that was another one of those moments, obviously because he's been damaged from being yeah. in the helicarrier blade, but like, that was a cool yeah. moment. Like, They yeah. could have just gone with, okay, no, he needs to look determined right now because he realises that Loki's sat in his tower. But they were like, no, no, this is still Tony Stark. He's still got to be a little bit... Um, stapled together, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it was, yeah for Also, sure. it was
0: just kind of funny. <laughs> it was yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny.
1: It's like, ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. Uh, ooh. <laughs> And again, yeah. it reinforces the fact that he is a mortal man in a metal suit, uh, which yeah. the final act of this film does brilliantly. Robert Downey Jr. deserves much praise for his acting. Uh, yeah. Because this is such a huge part of his character from this point onwards as well. Uh, his actions mm. at the end of this movie. Should we get into the end of a movie? What did you think about the end of a movie, Reese? The the final act was by in New
1: York. was was good because it, it it's good because I, I like how it sets up th- his, um, stuff he does in three in Iron Man three. Yeah. Um, but I I think it's very interesting in that it it it, it, it harkens back to Iron Man all the way back to Iron Man one with his his is he he make I mean something that's very good in this film. Is he says specifically? Um, uh, well, Captain America says to him, "You're the kind of man who'd never make the play to lay down on the wire while the other man crawls yeah. over you." He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "No, I just cut the wire." <laughs> yeah. um, he says shit like that, but he has such a strong, strong sense of be- of sacrificing himself for the- yeah. for good, like going back like it's almost like responsibility which ends up being like which responsibility for him is almost like sacrificing himself hmm. because of the stuff the effort he puts in you know and he, there is he... no there is no this there is no that there, there is the next mission and that's it um he
0: butts heads with captain america in early on in this movie so much i think because captain america like he's like no we're not soldiers like his whole thing is He doesn't do weapons anymore. Or he does, but in the name of, like, defence and stuff and not selling it to places. And I think he looks at Captain America and he sees someone who is a weapon, who was made to be a weapon to be used in a war. And he's got Mm. this modern thinking of, like, that's so bad. But Captain America still hasn't been in the modern age for that long. He doesn't realise... I think Nick Fury says something to him along the lines of America's slips up a lot lately. Um, Yeah. He doesn't realise that, so he doesn't realise the big deal behind... Shield manufacturing these big weapons and all this kind of stuff, and I think that's a big source of conflict between him and Iron Man early in the movie. And he doesn't respect Iron Man because he doesn't see him as someone, like you said, who's going to sacrifice himself. I think it's such a important part of their relationship moving forwards that mm. at the end of this movie, he basically does sacrifice himself. Uh, like you yeah, can yeah, see yeah, their yeah. respect growing for each other as they see each other fight and like they see each yeah, other's heroism. Good.
1: That's one of the great things about this movie as well, is the. Because it, it, it's interesting, like, there's clear, like, opposing ideas and stuff, but which causes a lot of conflict. But, I mean, the, 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 be- the, the people that have the same ideas, you know, they still fight. And it's the idea that even though they are very much, like, similar um, in some regards, they still, like, conflict on certain things because they're thinking about the same thing in two different ways uh, to a degree. Like it's, I mean, it's the whole reason civil war happens. Yeah, it's because of. It's not so much because of the people they are. It's because of their experiences.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, reason why Iron Man goes and is like, yes, we should be regulated. Um, because of obviously he feels responsible and he needs to be kept under control, so he doesn't have to keep fucking shit up as he thinks he is. Yeah. Um, so all he sees is the aftermath. He doesn't see the good that's being done. You yeah, know, we'll... it's one of those things of, like, focusing on the negative thing, we'll uh,
0: try... um,
1: when such a good thing has been ha- happened, but focusing so much on the negative, like, it's one of those things, like, hmm. y- it's it's an old adage that I heard back along, um, I could say something nice to you and you'll forget it pretty quickly. I'll say something bad and you'll remember it for the rest of your
0: life. Yeah, true. I think, well touch on this more when we actually do Civil War for sure, but it is, for, sure for sure I don't want to go too much into work. Work. I just no, thought yeah,
1: it, it's important
0: Yeah. I just want to say the groundwork for it really is laid here in that you see that Tony Stark obviously sees what happens when weapons aren't regulated and he agrees in Civil War that they need to be regulated and all this stuff but Captain America comes from very much from a place where he's seen what happens when a country like oppresses people and it's just such yes. a perfect conflict because they're both right in their own way um, yeah
1: yeah, exactly Unlike the conflicts it, 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 that we it's purely from the their world. experiences as well it, purely from their experiences which I think is
0: fantastic <laughs> yeah yeah and I think this movie really lays down a lot of that and it's oh it's for so sure. good I, I don't think it I appreciate was... Civil War for what it was when I originally saw it because like I said I hadn't watched these movies back to back I hadn't painted such a good picture of, uh, without pictures mm-hmm. Uh, for what uh, what these characters are and where they come from and why they are the way they are. They are and I'm just enjoying these movies a lot more for it. Yeah, it's 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 so good and so interesting and I love it.
1: It is, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, going back to what we were saying about the, the final thing. Um, yeah, I I think it's very interesting and the the the, the like the almost acceptance from Tony Stark as well mm-hmm. as he's like. This is me done <laughs> like <laughs> yeah you know it's like i'm in space huh yeah and he just kind of accepts what's happening
0: yeah it's like an end game because now at that point
1: he is just a man in a suit because yeah. everything's like he's just a man and i don't an think he built that suit, like, suit to sit. be in
0: space so <laughs> like you can see he's, sure he, he immediately starts dying as as soon as he's in space yeah, yeah. Um,
1: everything turns um, off as well and he's just a bit of metal in space
0: yeah which i think is important for his future designs <laughs> Uh, yeah, like an yeah, infinity yeah, war, sure. he just fucking exits the atmosphere like it's nothing. Um but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean to be okay, fair. Nano Sun. He's...
1: They harden. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna make a joke. But that went. They harden under extreme <laughs> pressure or whatever it is. Or extreme trauma, sorry, that's the word. <laughs> that's a reference to Metal Gear Rising Revenge. Oh right. Nano um, Sun. <laughs> I have played half an
0: hour of that game. Um, it's a good game. It is a game. Uh <laughs> I was wow. gonna say um so the cool thing about watching movies. Okay, so this is getting into, like, death of the author territory. The cool thing about watching movies that were made, like, ten years ago is that they can say things, and this is true of any story, they can say things about the current day that couldn't have been foreseen. And we'll get into that a lot more with Infinity War, holy shit, and Endgame. Uh, But um, it it has narratives that, like, are important now, but, like, weren't even thought about as much back then. And I want to bring your attention to the police captain and Captain America's interaction with him, where he Mm -hmm. lays out a very well-thought-out plan. He's like, what you need to do is put your men here, here, and here. You know, I'll I'll keep communications with you. And the police captain says, why the hell should I take orders from you? And it's endearing. (laughs) And I just think with all of his stuff about police and their power, and their... I don't want to get too political on this podcast, obviously, but um, the police and their power and their sense of pride, and he basically endangers lives by not immediately just being like I mean sure you shouldn't just immediately accept orders from some random guy but given like, the a situation good plan yeah like, yeah like he should see the plan for what it is and like kind of yeah I don't want to get into a whole political thing but I think it's just kind of interesting that that's painted as an endearing thing when if you're looking at it for a realistic lens which this movie isn't really supposed to be anyway but uh, he kind of endangers people by not realising the plan for what it was because he, he's too prideful yeah. about his own sense of like I'm the captain here kind of thing um, I just thought hmm. that was really cool, that that was something that I picked up on in 2020, but I would not have done in 2012, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I might be trying to make a point where there isn't one, but I just it's just something that stood out to me. That that yeah, kind yeah, of sure. anything with police in it at a minute stands out to me, fairly obviously because of the world we live in. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. But, yeah. Um, it's it's, it's,
1: inter- it's interesting. to see how they, pro- pro- they how they've been portrayed or are being portrayed. Um, yeah. Based on obviously current climate and stuff, uh,
0: so it's it's uh, really good to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on though, um, I already talked about the Hulk, uh, the shield council wanting to nuke Manhattan. Um, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Um, well, I can't. Well, basically, we'll be able to talk more about this in the future. But this—I'm surprised I forgot this happened. And I
1: yeah, think—I know that someone sent a nuke. I just can't remember where exactly it came from.
0: <laughs> I just—I didn't remember the nuke at all. And I think it's crazy that Nick Fury didn't turn around and start questioning the Shield Council after that. You know. But I guess it's because he is also yeah, yeah. a man of um, ends meet the. Uh, or means I forget. I'm losing my mind here. But like, I just thought that was really. The ends justify the means. Yeah, and that's something I'll be bringing up again when we do Winter Soldier. I won't go into it too much now because I'm, I don't want to spoil it. But um, and I
1: imagine Winter Soldier it goes a lot more into Shield stuff, so it makes sense. The main thing that's more to do with Cap and stuff.
0: The main thing I want to talk about is just how it never comes up again, like even in Winter Soldier. Like, well, I feel like
1: almost like Nick Fury's almost like cutting himself off from that in a way. Like, he almost, like, goes rogue at that point, but also he still has all the stuff. I mean, uh, fucking Age of Ultron, he just turns up and he's just a dude, like, (laughs) yeah. Which is quite funny, but, like, I I honestly think, like, he just goes and does his own thing, like, we don't see any more of that. I honestly think it's just
0: a. You'll see the A to B with Winter Soldier for that, but yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. But. Yeah, like it just seems like he's almost been like, well, you guys just tried to nuke a place, so yeah. no. <laughs> like
0: it's interesting because I think it's kind of a different approach between Marvel and DC is shown here in that Marvel is definitely all about the heroes, whereas DC, you got the whole Batman vs Superman thing because of how does Superman exist in a real world and be Superman and what happens when people start blaming him. And I think if DC made this movie, they would then make another movie about. Like, hang on, let's just talk about this. The government Hmm. just tried to nuke Manhattan. What does that do to the world? Because that people saw it. People saw Tony Stark take the missile through the portal. How does Tony Stark react to that? What's the world like when a superhero questions what a government does and all this kind of stuff? I think the fact that they don't go into that at all, uh, that's something that DC would do and Marvel wouldn't do. I'm not saying Marvel should do either. I just think it's interesting to note the differences between the two there.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, the, I think the the whole thing with DC is it's more grounded. It tries to ground itself more heavily in reality, mm. and like how things would function in a society or in uh, with with a certain government about and things like that.
0: Yeah, with with that with, of DC's movies,
1: yeah. with yeah, with Marvel it feels almost like plot points. Like it's yeah. just this is this government is doing this, and that's the plot point for this movie. Like, yeah. um, you know, which I think is really interesting and. That's the thing as well, like, I don't, say, I don't think DC is by any way worse than Marvel in terms of, like, the content they could put out. I just well, think
0: they're just movies. doing it. No, they're sorry, just, no, no,
1: no, no, <laughs> I, I don't think... Sorry, sorry, I'll say it again. I don't think the material they have to work with is necessarily worse. There you go. <laughs> but I think the execution of yeah. trying to make it into a grander thing is very bad.
0: Yeah, because oh, I could talk for hours about they, that. I,
1: don't, I don't think they... To make it good, ad- they don't have to do what Marvel does. They don't have to make this incredible, uplifting thing, you know. all oh, the heroes are down and trodden, and then they rise up and do the good thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of not what you want from DC, especially with characters, obviously, like Batman and so on, uh, and Superman. Um, because these, I mean, they they had a good setup, I think. like with Man-, Man of Steel was a good film. Man of Steel was a great film.
0: Mm-hmm. I haven't Thank watched you. Wonder
1: Woman, but I want to. And oh, Wonder some Woman's point. great. I really but, like Wonder Woman. It, the, the sense I get is a lot more of a gritty tale of like uh, a superhero existing in a world that is like, well, you may be superb, but you're also, you know, it's the law and shit. Yeah. Um, and it, again, it comes down to like the development of characters and stuff. Like, why? Should, like, and one of the reasons, again, with Ultron, why people don't care about certain characters from Ultron. Um, in that like, there's the characters that you know, which have all of the screen time in Justice League, and the characters you don't know have no screen time. Mm. And it's like, right? But then I'm not gonna care about the characters even more. Yeah. And I'm only gonna root for the ones I like. But yeah. then that removes half the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, absolutely. I... Do DC movies after we finish with like Phase Three of Marvel and stuff, but. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to doing those because I think it's in a way more interesting to discuss movies that went wrong than movies that went right. Mm. And Avengers is very much. And trying to understand like
1: where they went wrong and how they could have done better. Yeah,
0: Yeah. because like this, we've been mostly pointing out things which we really liked. Uh, We've been making. Uh, I won't say making mountains out of molehills, but like for instance, when I've detected like a flaw, I've kind of gone in depth on it. When really I watched it, I just kind of, went, huh? I wasn't going, oh, that's kind of lame or anything like that. Um, whereas Justice League, I remember coming out of that movie and just being like, eh, Batman I mean, looked was... weird. He had these weird goggles on. That's about all I remember of the film at this point. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> was... I mean, the whole
1: thing was just it was like we need to set up big set piece at the end. Yeah. That's what that film felt like. This film, it expanded on its characters, had many conflicts between said characters, and then yeah. eventually coming together for the set piece at the end.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I just think... It's it's almost like... Just everyone's angry at case. each other. I'm not saying this is the case, but it feels like Marvel... The MCU is mostly produced by someone who loves comics, and DC is mostly produced... I don't even know if it's all produced by the same guy, but it feels like it's mostly produced by a board of executives who are trying to tick boxes of, like, what do fans want? Uh, How can we get this into the same level of, like, fame as the MCU? Because I guarantee Um, you, if the MCU wasn't a thing, we wouldn't have any kind of connected universe for DC. They wouldn't have tried to do that.
1: And that's that's what's annoying, is, like, no ideas original kind of stuff. It's like, right, but allowing creative freedom with these kind of things is or should be encouraged, and it's not encouraged enough, yeah, because of well, very simply, money. It's so no one wants to spend millions of dollars or pounds or whatever currency on something that is be trying to be do something different mm. because different
0: Can is they so don't long. have.
1: Exactly, <laughs> different. They haven't researched yeah. because different is entirely
0: new, and they can't research that because it's new. And that's so, why there's so many sequels, it's a and risk. remakes, and like even in the games exactly. industry nowadays, there are so many remasters and remakes. And I notoriously exactly. because they know these things the... can sell.
1: All they have yeah. to do is slap a fresh corner paint yeah. on it and sell it the same game. Effectively, yeah. I mean. To 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 some people's credit, Capcom have done a fantastic job of stuff like Resident Evil 2, where they remade the game effectively. Yeah, there's um, there's definitely
0: remakes like that, um, but there's but like, also remakes like I um, oh, just remasters like oh I can't think of one off the top of my head now, but you know the ones I mean where it's like oh oh yes. I can tell you one. It's just Assassin's to, Creed it's just upscaled Ezio Res, like, It's yeah. just upscaled like Your Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection. It. When Assassin's Creed 2, when I they patched it I think, but when Assassin's Creed 2 as the Ezio Collection remaster came out. It actually, the characters looked worse than the original. They had this weird clay face oh, thing no. going on. I don't know what's wrong with Ubisoft and faces. Someone used to talk to them, but yeah, it was
1: someone used to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was a thing, and we're getting on a massive tangent here. But like, it's it's easy to see how how there is a balance you have to make between creative types and business types. I'm very much a creative type, but I'll admit you can't have one without the other. Um, yeah, it, too many it's, it's creative like... types makes if we're staying on the gaming alleg- allegory too many gaming types makes Star Citizen or more appropriately doesn't make Star Citizen um, because that is a game yes. that quite famously isn't like produced or not. what's, what's the equivalent for that isn't um, I guess doesn't have a publisher telling them to stop, yes. draw a line and publish a game and um, millions and millions of pounds have been sunk into it, and there's no. Yeah. They recently came out with a roadmap um, towards the next roadmap.
1: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> here's, oh, here's the
0: steps we're gonna take. Uh, this week we're gonna we're gonna start drawing out the kind of things we want to put into a roadmap. The week after that, like it was literally. I'm not even. I'm not even joking. It was literally Good like Lord. a parody of game development. Jesus
1: Christ!
0: Uh, and, yeah. Well, like that's the thing, like that. With with stuff like that as well, there is a
1: level of structure that does come with the business as well. Like, okay, we need it done like by mm. this time, we need this done, this done, this done, which is fair enough. But I mean, if anything's a testament to creative freedom is uh multiverse, you know. Mm. Spider Man in- was it into the multiverse? Into the
0: spiderverse.
1: Or? Into the spider verse, that was it. Sorry. I forget I forgot it's that he a... just put the spider in there. But yeah, into the spider verse. So that is the most ambitiously creative thing that has come out of the, of anything in film in the yeah. last ten years or so, like obviously I, I'd say like the Obviously, the Avengers stuff probably is probably the stuff that was the most you know, obviously creative when it came out Cause mm-hmm. the idea of building up a world outside of the comics, or based on the comics outside of it to do its own thing um, Spider-Verse took so many creative liberties, it's insane <laughs> <laughs> yeah Like I, I was following One of the guys on Twitter Who did a, uh, Who like Was going through A lot of the concept stuff And how they did certain things And the shit they used Was insane Like I'd never heard Any like animation people Talk about the stuff They were using Like the techniques They were using They pioneered So many new techniques From it yeah. Which I think Sony ended up patenting, So that obviously People wouldn't just Fucking steal them <laughs> yeah. um, But That's like It was insane the, the stuff they did And they also made An interesting storyline yep. Interesting characters Like
0: Yep but here's While the... also
1: being a crazy, interesting, animated thing that felt mm. like a comic book, like you're watching a comic yeah come to life. But here's,
0: here's where the business side of that comes in. At the end of the day, it's still an adaption. It's an extremely successful adaption, yep. but Spider-Verse is a story yep. arc which was... I, Sadly, I've never read it, so I can't speak to the accuracy of it, but it is a mm. story arc in the exactly, Marvel right? comics. But it was like the perfect combination of an insanely creative team and... Mm. The business side of things, I don't even know all the proper fucking terms, so that just goes to show what my opinion's worth, but, uh, like, the producers and stuff, who would be like, give them creative freedom on, like, yeah, you can do this, you can animate this and stuff, but you know they were still saying, we need this, uh, we need to hit these plot Mm. points, we need this kind of relationship... Uh, we can it's sell toys similar. by having all of these different spider man in it, so that's good. Go nuts! <laughs> it's like it's it's like that with pretty much anything
1: though. Like mm. you need to establish yourself in a set thing by doing things that have already been done. Yeah, like using things that already exist, like singing, for example, or just general music in general. Mm. Um, you need to almost do your own covers of stuff before you even be noticed and then yeah it doesn't make sense to make your own stuff the part like where it... we live in this world where people are so focused on things that already exist mm. that people are so weird to not try things that are new and fresh and interesting mm. and uh, they just won't even give it the time of day because it's not what they know
0: the part where it gets tricky i'll tell you where it gets tricky reese is do publishers deserve 90 percent of the profits <laughs> exactly and um, hi sorry that, i thing. have got experience here because i do well i've never tried to get anything published okay but like i've i've lived my life like lived my life writing things and learning to be a writer and looking into what it would be like to get a book published and um yeah there's a whole conversation going on right now in the games industry of the pay cut of a the, of the cut of pay between ceos and developers, mm. and it's a really like fledgling thing that's happening, and I really hope it goes somewhere, because you look at Activision and you see how much Bobby Kotick makes, and you look yeah. at what the developers do to get the games selling, and how much they actually earn. Apparently, Blizzard employees actually don't get paid that much. Like the people who make yep. World of Warcraft and Overwatch, and that's one these of insane, the why blizzard people. Come- that's what
1: i mean like one of the reasons blizzard comes under fire so hard is because of stuff like this yeah and i mean what if it wasn't too long ago where they literally axed a shit ton of jobs yeah while also proclaiming it was one of the best years
0: they'd had. exactly and oh i could make a comment that might get me in trouble at work so i'm not going to but like i've seen some similarities uh out in the world of businesses doing this kind of thing and mm. we're getting extremely far away from avengers now but um my original point was that There's a balance between creativity and business sense and I think this is one Mm. of those movies that really hit the mark. Maybe not quite as well as Spider-Verse, but it was such a fucking phenomenal success. And you can still see the business side of things of like... Um, how they would market it for toys you need these characters saying these things uh, put that in the trailer yeah. and it will make fans go holy shit look at that fan service i'm 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 paying for exactly. a ticket There's, to see this movie um, the, this
1: is this is the thing now especially after we've gone all the way through and obviously finished phase two now this is this is this is a it, these are people that understand their audience now and they know what they want mm-hmm. and so you can only assume everything that will be made from now onwards Will be catered to that audience and yeah. it will be beloved. And there is a strange coldness to that as well, which is <laughs> yeah. slightly upsetting because if, if one thing's good and pretty much interests everyone, then what's the point in trying? Like, dude. Oh, the, was... the, how are you going to top that kind of stuff? Which is, you know, it's very, it's almost overwhelming. That film may uh, do so kind of thing.
0: That that film you made was so good. Oh man, yeah, people fucking loved it. Really good. Well, really good creativity. How fast can you make me a sequel? Um, Yeah. (laughs) No, it doesn't matter. No, you put the same characters in it. I don't really care what the plot is. Just who's going to be in it? Okay. Um, (laughs) can we can we put them in a different suit? A different yeah. No, no. I yeah. I yeah. To advance the character. Yeah, yeah. But also we could do a new toy line. That's (laughs) hi. But so that's what comings. I mean, like, everything <laughs> is business-like. Yeah.
1: So much decision-driving from behind films like this it's all business, 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 which is why it's so impressive when something like this can come out I'd be as fantastic as it is. Yeah. Oh. Despite the horrible goblins behind it all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Capitalism is what we have. Um, so that was, that was phase one of our uh, podcast. Reese, do you have anything with else the to say about just cap- capitalism
1: in the middle? yeah sh- mm,
0: that's just the way that's just the way we've been lately, isn't it? I'm not sure if you've seen yes, my latest Halo sure. video I put out, but I also had a random ramble about capitalism in the middle of it. Oh, I'll watch it at some, <laughs> some point. I'd watch it. Yeah, I only really just, know, just I published it before. To be honest, about. I know you were watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reese was I late on his homework. It. Don't tell anyone. Um, I did, but I said yeah, that's all good. Um, <laughs> but yeah,
1: um, my final thoughts, honestly, like it, it, in terms of like the whole of Fame one and stuff as well, it's. it is a testament to like how well something can be done if obviously if it has enough support um this is something that was unheard of back then obviously when Iron Man come out came out there wasn't like this overly ambitious like idea of being like this is going to be huge there's going to be so much coming after it you know blah 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 obviously they already had set up the intention but Mm. set up in the like the dream almost of doing it um and then they realized Iron Man sold really well and were like Shit, we need to do an Iron Man too. Yeah, um, I think it's it quite telling. Uh, maybe second, we should. We like, should do uh, Captain America. Yeah. like it was like this almost rolling effect of like.
0: I mean, I'd love to. Thing. Like,
1: part of it is luck. Like
0: there is a documentary on Disney Plus about the creation of uh, the Avengers, like Cinematic Universe, or the, sorry, the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I should probably watch that um, because I am super interested to see like did they have this entire vision at the very start or was it the success of iron man that made them think hmm, like i imagine they were probably already thinking of a sequel I think but like a whole uh, shared universe because i don't I think it's a think new it's idea a yes
1: and no i think it's a yes and no um it, i think it just depends on who you ask um because the people making this like specifically the people that are actually down there making it i think were like oh we're gonna we're gonna if if this takes off like we could we could make so much cool stuff like oh i love comic books and i want to really make some cool stuff out of it you know like the dream and then you've got the business side which is like we might make a sequel if this makes enough money and it's like and, that, and that's the thing that's what annoys me so much is creativity is so hard stifled by the fact that you have to pay for shit
0: <laughs> yeah but, Get off
1: topic again, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Money is the root of all problems, people. It is. Welcome uh, to pseudo Marxism. Now I'm joking. Mar- I'm not even going to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, what I was going to say is um, something completely different, which I've now lost. Hang on, give me two seconds. Oh, there it is. That's all right. Um, nope, it's gone. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be to something about the MCU same. as a whole oh yeah, the idea of a shared universe uh, in cinema yeah. um, I think it was just an easter egg but I noticed when I watched the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, uh, they're trying to figure out what to call Dr. Octopus and they were like Dr. Strange? No, that's taken and that made me stop and think, wait were they thinking of like connecting a universe? I don't think, I'm not aware of any connected universe stuff in cinema that's ever happened before the MCU um, mm. there might be, I'd love to hear about it if there was Um, But obviously the comics are a connected universe, and um, I I imagine that there have been times when people have been making comic book movies where they're like couldn't this be more than just its own individual thing? Like, This character doesn't even exist in the comics outside of a universe where these other characters don't exist. In some cases it doesn't even make sense for them to exist alone um, without the other characters existing. So I wonder how long this has been a dream um, that hadn't been realised until the MCU, and I mean, I remember playing the Spider-Man 2 game on PS2 and Fantastic Four were in it. And I was like, wait, these are part of the same universe? Like, that That entire concept wasn't even in my brain because I didn't read comics growing up. I was like, Fantastic Four, this is a weird crossover. And I was like, wait, it's not a crossover. This is just, like, a Marvel universe? It kind of blew my mind, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so it was, it's it's really cool to see it come together in the Avengers is my rambling point that I'm getting to. And... I I it's I wonder how hard it must have been. It must have been insanely hard. Um, and it's crazy that they're still... I think they said they've got um, MCU movies planned through to 2030 or something crazy like that. Um, yeah, like I they've, think, they've got a big roadmap to do some stuff with. I think they're just going to keep trying to go on forever like they do with the comics. And I think that's kind of admirable. I, I'm not sure if the quality is going to maintain as it has throughout the first three phases because the more... The issue is, um, though, the issues, they've...
1: they've yeah, and they've kind of gone away from a lot of comic book stuff and kind of made their own story based on things. Well,
0: there's it's it's like a rearrangement of a lot of story arcs. Like for yes. instance, I said with 4 Ragnarok, it's super interesting because it's a four movie, but it has a massive Hulk story arc in it. Like when he's on that yes. planet, that's I'm not sure if that is Planet Hulk or if it's something else. But you see these comic book, uh, this comic arc of a Hulk in like gladiator looking stuff. That, to, yeah. to the best of my knowledge, that is an entire story arc in the comics of the Hulk lands on this alien planet and how he interacts with this alien planet stalk- stuck in Hulk form, basically. Um, yeah, yeah, And apparently it's one of the most popular comic runs they've done. And that was in a four movie um, as part yeah. of his journey with Ragnarok. And Hela, who... Hela or Helia? Hela. is the wow one. Uh, Hela, who is a yeah. whole different four comic uh storyline which i don't think ever intersected with the hulk stuff in the comics so it's really cool to see the different arrangements of pre-established stuff and i wonder if they're going to do secret wars or if that's even possible in the cinematic universe um
1: i think i think i think it'll be a case of if the what if stuff works they'll do like mm. almost spin-off movies and stuff of taking it in different directions and see what sticks very true It would be really interesting to see if they do stuff like Secret Wars and that. I mean, they also need to find one. One of the great things about how stuff has been acquisitioned is uh, stuff like X Men and that uh, isn't really part of the MCU. Yeah, they have to remove this. So being able to introduce those things, then we've got the possibility of another. I mean, it's going to be another reboot, but another reboot of X Men Mm. um, under the under obviously under Disney. so
0: i mean this is this is no. kind of a reach but we've got that poster of the sam raimi is it the Sam Raimi spider-man there was something weird about it in the upcoming uh movie Free oh Ball,
1: when uh was it morbius morbius
0: yeah there was a yeah, poster... yeah there was the,
1: it was sam raimi spider-man yeah, yeah it, was it was sam raimi Spider-Man. spider-man
0: and it said killer uh with a question mark which is weird because that's mm. a plot point for tom Holland's spider-man but the yes. fact that they used the sam raimi spider-man poster it could just be an error of They just put the wrong one up because it was by it was yeah. by an executive who did it. I don't know why an executive would be putting posters up on the site, but you know what I mean. Uh, it could just be yeah, yeah. an error, or it could be a hint at multiverse. Like, exactly, yeah. Surely at some point they've got to go multiverse because that's. I mean, they already are. The Loki show is that's not the MCU's Loki. That's. I'm pretty sure they've already. Uh, That's damaged. opposite timeline Loki. That's opposite timeline Loki who escaped during the Avengers sequence.
1: Yeah, in, it's in the, the one. It's, it's, yeah, it's the one that took the uh, the tesseract. Yeah. Beard.
0: So, so they and um, what if and stuff that uh, is multiverse. So mm. I wonder if they're gonna go down that route in the movies. Um, it would be
1: interesting if I honestly think the what if stuff because they're all animated, aren't they? Um, <laughs> the what if stuff. If anything of them like, if any of them like super stick with people, they may just be like. We're making a film out of this one, like, and make it a whole thing, which would be interesting.
0: Yeah. Hey,
1: do you do you know get which... to see Marvel
0: Zombies? <laughs> I was about to bring that up. I was gonna say, do you know which which uh, which what if one I'm looking forward to the most? Marvel Zombies. <laughs> so basically. Also, um,
1: Captain uh, Peggy, Peggy, uh, Peggy is Captain
0: America. Or Peggy or Yeah, that's gonna be cool too. Um, but I was go- I was gonna say basically me and Reese when I had Marvel Unlimited I basically shared my screen with Reese. And we read through Marvel Zombies together, and that's one of the highlights of like my, my time reading comics as a human being. That was so fun, it's so good. It's, it's so such good. a crazy comic. If you've never read it, I just I like really how. Recommend
1: it. I just love how insane it gets. Like immediately, Surfer <laughs> <Silver laughs> yeah. turns up, then Galactus turns up, and it's just like, oh, it's so good. That's oh, yeah, another point as well. Fantastic Four uh, will oh, yeah. be probably introduced at some point as well. Yeah, I mean, Is I feel like the new they one, ma-
0: <laughs> <laughs> apparently Video one wasn't very good. I haven't seen it.
1: I haven't seen it either. Um, That might be. I mean, I mean that wouldn't work anyway because Killmonger plays. uh, (laughs) uh, Was it Michael B. Jordan? And Uh, guy who played Killmonger also plays um, Human Torch. And guess what?
0: The original Fantastic Four, Chris Evans, plays the Human Torch. So we're fucked either way. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Oh, for God's sake! I mean, you could see them maybe recasting him and pretending like it, but I've not seen them MCU really do that except for Don Cheadle. Yeah. anyway um thank you for watching uh, guess guess which movie we're doing next week guys it's certainly something we didn't just decide last minute before booting up this podcast um but it is something that's been on my mind for a few weeks and that i'm very excited that we are doing we're doing jurassic park jurassic park is currently available on netflix if you have that um, I thought it was on Amazon Prime weirdly, but it's not. It's on Netflix. I just accidentally swapped to Netflix Children so I've got to wait for that to load before I can load it back. Don't think Jurassic Park's going to be on Netflix Children because it does have people being eaten, but um, I'm digressing. Yeah. Next week join us back here and we'll be watching Jurassic Park. I last saw that film when I was about four or five years old, which now that I think about it probably was not appropriate for my age. Can't remember when I watched it last. Um, there's, There's two things I remember about Jurassic Park I don't even know if it's one or two uh, but here we go and there's a third one right, I'm not sure I've seen that one um, there's
1: the third one as well, yep
0: what I remember about Jurassic yeah, no. Park that's that's reboot. is a guy uh, gets eaten in a portaloo and yes and clever girl, I remember that um, girl. also I think it's Jurassic Park 2 I remember a shot of a dinosaur um, looking through a little girl's bedroom uh, <laughs> that's that's all of Jurassic Park that I know. So, we'll be... It's not we'll be... like new, the newer one? No, that was, that was one of the older ones. I think Jurassic Park 2 might deal with the dinosaurs um, being in an inhabited area, or at least remember. for a portion of the film, I'm not sure.
1: I can't remember how it goes. I know, I know like, the... I know the, uh, the main guy in, in those films, like, after the first one, he has to deal, and he's like, oh, with this shit again? <laughs> <laughs> but either
0: way, yeah. my, my bladder is screaming at me, so I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you for watching, right. everyone. Or listening, I should say. Probably listening. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. One thing I forgot to mention, my audio levels should finally be correct. <laughs> Hooray! Because there was no echo in the last audio version, but I was a little bit quiet. So I just ramped you up and you were loud so that they could basically turn us down whenever they want to. So this time Woo-hoo. around should be all good. I'm sorry if all you I'm out of ideas. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Resources all right. See next you next week. week and uh, remember to stay fresh.